Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Bia Williams. I'm Sarah Reynolds. I'm Seychelle Van Poole. And I'm Wendy Papazian. Today, we're going to give you some quick and easy tips for making your home life more efficient. Uh, We're going to cover finances, cooking, meal prep, health, organizational uh, stuff, and just general homemaking, which makes us all sound so Betty Crocker. For the for all <laughs> genders out there, let's call it household management. I love it. <laughs> love that. Yeah, yeah. household <laughs> management. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I think uh, a good way, a good place to start is maybe finances. <clears throat> so, what are your guys's hacks for making your financial life more efficient? Well, I think that I think the biggest one, and and Wendy, you referenced this in one of our other episodes before, is making sure that you have an understanding of your finances. That both of you, if you're in a relationship, have an understanding of your finances, and that you're on the same page with your partner with your finances. Because as Wendy mentioned on an episode before, right, that is actually the number one cause for divorce. I think that was our goal setting with your partner episode. Yeah, yeah, where it's the number one. It like it is the number one reason for divorce. So getting on the same page financially either understanding you and your own personal budget or if you have a partner, you and your family budget and your partner's budget is definitely the number one thing that you need to do. And and one of the things I love about that is to have your weekly financial meeting that we all have talked about um, on multiple podcast episodes and making sure that you're paying your bills once a month and setting up as many on auto pay as you possibly can. Yeah. So we pay all of our bills once a month, like Seychelle mentioned, and that has really helped us instead of Some people pay them as they come, so as Mm -hmm. the mail comes. So what we do is as mail comes, bills go in one pile and they don't get looked at and paid until right at the end of the month, basically. And then we we have a spreadsheet where we, which is shareable between both me and my husband. And we copy and paste every month all of the lists. So then that way I can quickly go through, okay, is everything paid? And it literally takes me like 10, 15 minutes, and then we just get on the same yeah. page about where we stand financially. Well, and this this isn't a fin- financial tip, but when you talked about the mail, I realized that just having a way to organize your mail right away on a daily basis. So, you know, just going in, throwing your junk mail away right away, and then putting your bills or important mail in yes. some kind of receptacle so that you can look at them once a month. Yeah. That's actually really huge. It's it's like deceptively huge. You know, mail's one of those necessary evils. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, you know, one of the things that I just wanted to throw in on the financial hacks is that it took us a long time in our marriage. We're at, what are we, year 24? And it took us a long time to kind of understand roles. So my hack is know your roles. Mm. Ben does the day-to-day bills and I'm a long-term savings and investment. It's not that we, we don't make joint decisions. It's just that one of us uh, is accountable kind of in driving their domain, so to speak. And it's That's just good. made it so much better better just we each have our lanes we're not overlapping i i defer to him on the day to day he defers to me on the other one and it's been so good for our marriage that's so good via yeah, yeah so i good. love that well that's one of the nice things about being married and i know not everybody listening is married um you know smart choice for you guys but one of the nice things about being married is you do get to leverage out different aspects of your life and let that other person sort of take over. Well, and oftentimes you're attracted to somebody who has different strengths than you do. So it allows you to kind of take the things you're not as good at and divide and conquer. 
So meals and cooking, let's tackle that for, of course, I'm the one in- introing this. Uh, meals and cooking, all the times I meals and cook. Uh, but I am a big Instacarter <laughs> for making sure that we have things in the house, uh, in making sure that I know my dollar per hour and then what I can leverage out. But we're going to talk about if you're actually doing it. And what do you do with Instacart? Is it just like once a week or once a month? Or what, what's your system around that? So a minimum of once a week, we have a shared cart uh, with our nanny and my husband. And mm-hmm. as we see things in the house that we need, we both we all add them. And then sometimes my nanny will just go ahead and order it if she's seeing that things are really low. Or I, I take care of that a lot too. So it just depends. Uh, but having that system to where other people are, your spouse is in it too. So you're not having to ask him. And then also go run back to the store if you forgot something. All of that adds up. Mm-hmm. every time that happens. And so getting on the same page about that has really helped us. I found too, I love that. And I think that's a gift that this pandemic has given a lot of people is the embracing of the online grocery ordering. Because when you do the online versus walking around in the store, you buy a lot less. Yeah. And you buy a lot less junk when you're ordering mm-hmm. online versus walking in the store. And I'm guilty about, you know, eating, you know, going shopping when I'm hungry and then I walk out with all the things that I shouldn't have. <laughs> don't do that. Eat. Especially don't do that if you have a 16-year-old son like I do. When when we go and we're hungry, it's complete disaster. <laughs> so the the hack to help with that too is we do all of our meal planning then on Sunday. And we look ahead for the week to say, okay, what meals are we going to plan out and which ones are we going to eat out? So then we're also not only ordering our groceries purposefully, but we're also then planning healthier meals because we're being more intentional about it. Yeah. And we do all of our meal prep on Sundays. Yeah. Um, And that what that looks like is, is we make all of our lunches for the week. And it's really simple. It's usually, usually grilled chicken, vegetables, and two kinds of vegetables. And that's it. And that's our lunch. And it, it saves you time during the day, right? And also probably gives you a healthier option. And we just stack them up in the fridge and we have two different kinds of Tupperware so I can see what's Jay's and see what's mine. And then we also do a significant amount of meal prep for the week on Sunday, which makes, you know, especially like, th- I don't know about you guys, but by the time Thursday night rolls around, I'm just, I'm kind of worn out, you know, yeah, tired. For sure. And I do yeah. like to cook. And so I'll just say, I, I, I do enjoy the cooking, which a lot of people don't, but sometimes it it does feel like a chore. And so this helps a lot. And so let me give you an example of what that looks like. So on Sunday, we'll we'll do, you know, grill the chicken. At the same time, I'll make a big pot of like pesto pasta. Um, we'll probably also do a bunch, we'll roast a bunch of vegetables. So whether that's Brussels sprouts or broccoli or or carrots or potatoes or sweet potatoes or whatever that looks like a mix of all of those. Uh, we'll probably also do... like We have always have Taco Tuesday. We live in Texas. So we got to have Taco Tuesday. Well, we do it and in Seattle. We'll, so, we'll, like, yeah. we'll, we'll brown the ground beef and make the taco meat on Sunday night for Tuesday. And so, or, and sometimes I'll make a big pot of rice and that can be all done. Like that sounds like a lot of work, but that's generally about like between my husband and I, it's like a, about a 90 minute experience. That's good. And it's fun. The kids get involved, especially like my son is has his lunches too. And so that focus time, it's family time too. So we're like spending time together as a family. That just helps the whole week, you know? I I love that. It made me think of uh, one of the most efficient sort of home managers that I know is my mother-in-law. And so George's mom who's in Nigeria, and she was a high uh, VP in HR. She had a very high power career and managed the household. 
And when I first went to Nigeria, uh, we woke up the next morning and he goes, okay, today's Sunday. So we're having cereal. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, so I just, I just moved on and sort of ignored it. So then Monday roll, Monday comes around and he's like, okay, today's Monday. We're having eggs. Like, and I was like, you keep... So every day had... Uh, like you said, Taco Tuesday. Yeah. You'd be surprised if you plan... So we do that now too. We know based on the day, basically what the food is. Yeah. And if you... It takes a lot of... Uh, brain mental. power away, yeah. mental, and you can be more efficient when you just know, okay, this is what we're doing each day. And so yep. Taco Tuesday is a great example of that. Uh, but you can do that with every day and yep. sort of have a plan. And then that takes it away. The mental uh, side of things you don't have to focus on. So. Yep, exactly. Yep, I love that. Um, a couple of other things that we do is, is um, you know, you'll probably cringe when you hear this, Via, but we, we always make our coffee the night before. So we just push the button when we start. Um, I know she's cringing, but whatever. I have a um, and so you just wake up, push the button, you don't have to think about it. Okay. And well, right. doesn't somebody make the coffee for you? Oh, no, no, oh, no. You do no. it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> she makes the fancy thing. pour over every morning. I, I do fancy pour over. Yeah. I order special custom coffee. It's you a, do? Take it's a a yeah, it's a, she has an experience going on. For, well, she's Seattle. Seattle. Right. Seattle. Nice. Yeah. Well, a lot of times we roll out of bed and we go work out. So, And then the other thing that we do is is we prep our like supplements on Sunday at the same time. So we each have like a little supplement container and for the kids and for us. And so then that's that's just all done. So you don't have to think about it again. That just sits in a place where we can see it all the time. The other silly thing that we do, but I I, I have loved is before I drink my coffee in the morning, I have to fill up a huge glass of water and just chug it to get my body started with water. And so it's like my reward for getting a cup of coffee or a cup of tea is having this huge glass of water first thing in the morning. Yeah. And that leads to health. Yes. Let's talk yeah. about some things that we do uh, for health. For for me, having a gallon uh, bottle jug of water has been really big for me. Yeah. I, I, it's sort of my goal for the day. And then also you're not having to continually fill it up. But having water in front of you all of the time is so important uh, mm-hmm. to make sure that you're meeting your water, water goals. <laughs> Most people are dehydrated and they yeah. don't know it. They, yeah. they don't drink enough water. They actually have these little mugs. I've never... I, I don't have one or it's like a cup that'll kind of... It'll kind of yell at you if you if you haven't drunk enough water. Sarah, I started drinking a gallon a day and it's probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. It is. I, I'm not in the habit yet. It's really hard. And and I you have to be organized and prepared because let's be honest, you can't drink 32 ounces before you're going to be on a webinar for an hour or like <laughs> driving for an hour. And so you have to really plan ahead. Stretch the water. You have Stretch to plan your water consumption. If you notice today's podcast episode is shorter, it's because Via has to pee at the end of it. It's because yeah, I'm drinking exactly. a gallon a day. She's got and an literally like her last <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The, you know, um, I, I love that. And I've also found with health, front loading the morning makes such a difference when it comes to health. So getting all of the important things to your health done as early in the day as possible. For me, it's first thing in the morning, right? Exercise, a healthy breakfast, lots of water, stretching, meditation, whatever it is that you want to do that helps your mental and physical health. Get that done right away before your brain fully realizes what you've had to do. Well, I think actually meditation any time of the day can be a great hack, efficiency hack, because we get so uh, like worn out. And when you're when you get worn out, you get really unfocused. And when you get really unfocused, you you waste a lot of time. And so the best way to focus yourself is to just meditate and breathe for a few minutes, take a little break, go for a walk, come back and then like dig back into something that's important. One thing I'm stealing from Via 
that she has been doing lately that I think is great is she's doing her meetings while moving. And so she has at least a couple of meetings a week that might have been a phone call or a sit-down meeting and she's taking them and doing walking meetings with those now or conference calls. I've seen a lot of our neighbors and myself right out on passing each other on conference calls instead of sitting in one place. And so if you can combine exercise and a business activity of some kind, that kind of helps keep your body moving during the day too. Yes. And I have something to add to that, Seychelle. Um, Just keep in mind, whenever someone wants to schedule a Zoom with you, there's sometimes you need to see someone. I get it face-to-face. If not, if you change it to a phone call, you can walk. You can walk during your call. I've been doing that more and more where I'm like, you know what? I don't think this one needs to be a Zoom. Would you mind if we change that to a phone call? It's been wonderful to just get out and walk. In fact, my evening walk, I do an evening walk after, after I've left the office. I can't say after I've done work because I, I continue to work. So it's about a 45-minute evening walk and I'm on the phone the whole time doing my wrap-up calls. It's yeah, great. That's good. Yeah. Well, and it's a way to combine time with your family too. Yeah. Exercise. I think, you know, one of us suggested, I think Seychelle was talking about that at a, in a previous episode, just about combining time with your family and exercise and same with time right. with your friends. You know, you can do yeah. walk and talk um, yeah. if you want. Yeah. yeah. They I say sitting's the new cancer. They've been saying that. And so getting a stand-up desk, having meetings while walking, those are all I'm standing ways. up right now. Yeah, stand and up en- desk. encourage your team uh, to do the same, making sure that can we have a, a, a walking meeting? Uh, and honestly, it helps your brain power being out there too. And so sometimes the meetings can be more efficient uh, when you're walking as well. So I love that. Yep, love that. There's actually psychology to that. When you're walking side by side and you're not staring at someone, it's less uh, like uh, less aggressive, less yeah. threatening. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's why driving phone yeah. call or driving conversations with your kids can be good sometimes because you're side by side. Um, our next sort of section is really moving from health to general organization. So an ounce of planning uh, can help a lot. Um, It really starts out, I think, with goal planning with your partner annually, getting on the same page. I mean, a lot of us spend a lot of time frustrated with our partner and some of that's never going to go away. But if you can get on the same page with your goals, finances, you know, family and things like that. So it might take... It might feel like it takes a lot of time where you're like, Ooh, I have to take, you know, a whole weekend away, a whole night away, two days. And yet that kind of baseline can save you so much time throughout the year. So another thing I, I do a lot is put out the clothes the night before. Know what you're going to wear uh, mm. the night before. If you if you also are okay with not wearing the same thing, there's a lot of efficiency with not having a different outfit, mm-hmm. different every single day. I love day. that. I love yeah. that. We we didn't put beauty down um, as a, as a, as a subtopic, but I think actually women spend a lot of time, a lot of time on their hair, on their yeah. makeup. Um, you know, yeah. just getting, getting ready, ready, thinking about what you want to wear. You know, it's like I watch my husband get ready in the morning and he puts t shirt and jeans on, and I have to think about my earrings and does my necklace go with it? And, you know, if I'm on an appointment, like do my shoes match and does my, I have to curl my hair and put on makeup? And it just takes a lot more time, you know. So anything you can do to get more efficient in that area, I think is super helpful too. And, you know, if you can budget it, 
I, I do this about every two years where I'll have a stylist come into my closet and come work with me in my closet. And it takes like... It's like two hours, maybe three hours. I'm not going and spending a ton of money shopping. She's literally helping me clean out and maximize my closet. And we put together outfits and take pictures of them. So literally, I just scroll through a list of photos. It's something even a friend could help you do, honestly, if you don't want to pay for it. But then I can just scroll through my photos and I have outfits ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and women in Europe, they have just a lot fewer clothes. Yeah. And for some reason, you know, American women, especially, we have, you know, hundreds of pairs of shoes and hundreds of, of outfits. And that can just be overwhelming. You know, does it fit mm-hmm. me? Do I, do I like the way it looks on me? And, you know, I, I've had days where I've tried on, I don't even know, you know, three or four outfits before heading out the door. And gosh, what a waste of time. Yeah, you know, I just I just want to throw in this, this sounds so simple. It sounds so simple to lay your clothes out the night before. I don't know why, but I have struggled with this my whole life. I know I'm supposed to do it, and the times I did it, in fact, I did it last night. The times I do it, it makes my morning so much smoother. Yeah. And so I find like if I just force that one last ounce of decision energy out of myself, do I have to iron all the things? And all the time I'm doing it that night before, it's just not an easy task for me. I, I don't know why. And when I when I do it, it is so much better the next day. Like this morning, I laid everything out. I even had my earrings laid out. It was so great. I You're mean, beautiful, by the way. Yeah. You do. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> but, another you know, tip is so to buy clothes better. that you don't have to iron. There you go, right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you know, we can get into capsule wardrobes and, <laughs> and clothing rules. Like I usually wear all solid base and that it's really easy. I can wear all white or all black or, you know, all blue, yeah. all brown. And then my jacket or my scarf or whatever. I'll scrunch just... something up in the store too. Like if it wrinkles while I scrunch it, Ooh, it, doesn't yeah. get in the, it doesn't oh, get yeah. with me. That's so good. Yeah. Well, and, and honestly, guys, I don't take a shower every day. I don't work out every day. I don't sweat a lot. Um, and so, you know, I probably save over the course of my lifetime, you know, 30 minutes times, you know, an hour and a half a week times how many weeks, you know, hundreds of hours a year. Well, you know right? what I, I take my bath every night, every yeah. single night I take yeah. a bath. That's so washing your, washing your yeah. hair. I mean, a lot of people overwash their hair. Right. Uh, and so all of those things um, add up, right? Mm-hmm. Every time you're doing like all of those. And so just planning having sort of a system around it and having an organization around it. These are the days I'm going to wash my hair or these are the days. And so then that way, some days you're not doing that and you, you definitely will be more efficient those days. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, we kind of we kind of got off topic there. We were talking about organizational stuff. We went on to beauty, <laughs> but I think the beauty thing was really important. Yes. Um, a few other planning things. You know, we do a date night on Wednesdays. It's always easier to get a babysitter on a Wednesday. You'll spend less and you'll probably get to the restaurant and the movie that you want to. This is this is big. Set up your next appointment at the appointment. Yes. Right. So every time you go to the hairdresser, the dentist, then you don't have that like, oh gosh, when do I go to the dentist? When do I need to go to the doctor? You can do that for every every person in your family. Yeah. Um, Seychelle mentioned the Sunday planning meeting about finances, but have it for your whole family to talk about everything. Yeah. Talk about schedules. Right. Talk about you know what what we're going to have for dinner this week. Whatever you guys need to talk about and figure out. That one thing was life-changing for George and I. It's Sunday night meetings is, mm-hmm. has helped our marriage, has helped our family, like has helped our business. That one thing is just getting on the same page and looking at the week ahead together. So we all know, we both know what we're doing is, it has been crucial for us. I love that. Yeah. Homemaking. <laughs> I've been teasing at, at my house mm-hmm. that I'm going to start a domestic goddess Instagram. Anytime I do something <laughs> domestic. And so I was like, this one. 
This will help me with that. It's a joke. Are you seeing my? That. You can't see my facial expressions, but I'm literally. I'm not this doing topic. that. <laughs> but home management, right? Ma- managing the home, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, your home has to be managed one way or the other, whether you're managing people who manage your home or you're in partnership with someone who's who's doing the bulk of that, um, or you're having to do it yourself. It still needs to be managed because I know that if I have a lot going on in my life to come home and to have a chaotic environment really 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 adds to my stress level so so uh, so getting us getting systems for your home actually helps you in your business life it does that's so yeah. good so what are some systems you guys have at your home well I'm taking notes on this one I'm not yeah well not so sure. I always you know I always do like a quick tidy up this sounds kind of crazy but it I think it comes from like before when I was a stay-at-home mom and um, and even working part-time like before my husband would come home I would just do a quick tidy up and you're just you know, I'm not picking up toys off the off the carpet anymore. But just that, you know, five minutes of putting away dishes, you know, hanging up sweaters, just that little habit um, goes a long way. Because what happens if you don't do that is stuff continues to pile up, pile up, pile up. So somebody sees one dish in the sink and they're like, oh, well, I'm not going to put it in the dishwasher. I'm just going to put it on top of this other yeah. dish. That makes me cringe. I'm a, yeah. I'm like a clean, clean sink kind of a person and having dishes in the sink drives me bananas. And so like even when I'm cooking, I'm cleaning while I'm cooking. Like I clean immediately when I'm done with the pot. I immediately like if once it cools, put it in the water, wash it and immediately, put it away. And like my goal is when we eat dinner, the only dishes we finish are the plates that were on the table and that's it. And so like I'm a clean while I cook. And I think for kids, one thing I've learned with involving our daughter Quinn is when we clean the house, we set a timer for 10 minutes per room and we go for 10 minutes like all in on that room. That's and then good. the timer goes off and then 10 minutes all in on that room. And it helps get her engaged more because when you have to do it like over a full couple of hours, it's it's tough to keep a kid's attention. Well, I love that Seychelle. And I'm like you, I clean as I go when I cook. And then my one, my one efficiency hack for that is, and this is from Rachel Ray, um, the cook. She She taught me to put out a garbage bowl. So as you're cooking, you have a little bowl there. And as you're chopping and you're putting all your stuff in there, it just makes everything go a bit faster and you're not having to continue to go to the garbage can. So so you learned something, Seychelle. Yeah, yeah. Let let us know how that goes. I have an efficiency hack for laundry and this is sponsored by George Aji, my husband. (laughs) 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 But when he takes things out of the dryer, he he has piles for each family member. So instead of taking them out and then having to go mm. sort, doing it as you do it, as you're taking them out, is mm, a lot faster, smart. he said, versus doing it later. Uh, that so sense. that was one thing that he does laundry very quickly and enjoys that's it. A so that's a three-kid family tip. Yes, three-kid family tip. Yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> one so. thing I love too is um, once once a month, I pick a part of the house to clean out. Like my my dad was the epitome of... He he claimed we had a storage unit as kids and stuff would just disappear out of the house. And we'd be like, well, where did that go? And he'd be like, to the storage unit. And like when we got oh, older, we so realized good. there was no storage unit. It just <laughs> so went smart. and got donated somewhere. That's but it, it created this habit of if your stuff isn't cleaned up, it's going to get donated somewhere else. And so like once a month, I pick a cabinet, a drawer, a part of a closet, a something. And I just... 
it takes, you know, when you do it once a month, it takes 20, 30 minutes and that part is cleaned out. And so we're always taking something to be donated somewhere, but it's, it's maybe 20 minutes a month. That's so smart. That's good. I, yeah, I'm just getting rid of stuff. I think that's just a tip is, you know, just to have less stuff. Yeah. You know, it's a lot easier to keep your house clean if you're not managing. I mean, there's a whole industry built around storage, you know, storage this, storage that, organization that. Well, if you get rid of a bunch of stuff, you don't have to, you don't have to organize it all, you know? So true. Um, Oh, and then when your kids get to a certain age, you know, put them to work. You know, I see a lot of families where their kids don't work. They don't work around the house. They're, They're too busy doing sports and they never learn those, you know, they don't know how to clean up after dinner or they don't know how to do the laundry or they don't know how to put their dishes away. So I have one. I have one. I was feeling so left out because (laughs) this is not my strength, but you just reminded me. You know, my my husband's an amazing household manager. We just, you know, we have the kind of non-traditional roles, I guess. But um, Wendy, you just reminded me, our kids have been doing their own laundry since way younger than most of my friends' kids. You know, and, and again, there's two working parents in the family. But one day, I was like, that's it. That's it. If you can do what you do every day, you can do your own laundry. And they have been doing it for so long. I mean, Zoe's 10. She's probably been doing it since she was 7 or 8, which might surprise mm-hmm. people. It's not that there's no supervision. Laundry's not laundry, hard. Yeah, it's, it's not hard. hard. Laundry is like the easiest chore. Yeah, get them to work. Yeah, I agree. And it's kind of fun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can be. Mm-hmm. I don't um, love laundry. Not for me. No, I don't love it. I meant actually, for, it's fun for other people. That's oh, can I, I give I you just, another hack that I don't do, but I have some friends that do? Is they actually just take their laundry once a week to the laundromat and the laundromat does all the washing, folding, yeah. all the things. And it's really not that expensive to do it. So yeah. if, you, if you don't enjoy it, you can always do that. Yeah, I th- these have been so good. And I do think we should end on making sure that you do know the value of your time. And you, we, all these are hacks to make things more efficient and make things faster. But make sure you calculate. Every year, I recalculate my dollar per hour. And I think it's really important. And that helps you with knowing, okay, should I leverage this? Or is this something I should do? Depending on what it is. And so knowing your dollar per hour and knowing, okay, what are the things that you can leverage? What are the things that you need to do? And also part of that, and we talk about this a lot, what brings you joy? Some of these things are stress relievers. I think I see Wendy doing a lot of these things. And I view that as that she enjoys it. She's doing Mm -hmm. that while she's cooking. She enjoys that. That's relieving some stress for her, you know? And so that's part of it too. Uh, but know your dollar per hour. Uh, we just met with a... Uh, we're moving. And we just met with a uh, a mover. And they were telling me, you know, it's going to be really expensive to have us pack for you guys. And I said, well, how much is expensive? And they said, it's about $250 an hour. And I said, okay. Uh, and then I'm thinking in my head, well, that's not expensive to me because mm-hmm. I know my dollar per hour is significantly yeah. more than that. But I would I would have probably made a different decision if I didn't know my dollar per hour. So know your dollar per hour that will help you in some in some of these things as well, knowing when to leverage and when not to leverage. So yeah. So are you having packers? Did you or you would have made a different decision had you moved recently? Because if you pack yourself, you realize how painful it is. Painful. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if you're not a detail person, which I don't think any of us are super good at that. So yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, today has been great. Uh, I've really enjoyed all the efficiency hacks. We've learned a lot about uh, hacks to make your um, just organizational family life better. We've learned health hacks. We've learned financial hacks. We've learned 
um, beauty hacks in order to save time. And um, so I just, I really enjoyed this one. It was kind Me of too. a kind of a quick, quick and dirty one. And yeah. uh, yet I took a lot of notes. So um, don't forget, guys, go out and build a big business, but an even bigger life. Have a good Thanks, one. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Empire Building. If you like what you heard, join our tribe by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform and help us spread the word by leaving a five-star rating and review. Until next time, wishing you a life worth living. And remember, you are an empire builder.